been more of scientific discovery, more of technical advancement and material progress in your lifetime and mine than in all the ages of history. Hi everyone, this is Matt Alder. Welcome to episode 220 of the Recruiting Future podcast. Over the last few years, there have been parallel conversations about candidate experience and employee experience. As the thinking has developed, it's become very clear that these aren't mutually exclusive and are in fact two elements of an overall talent experience. I recently undertook a research project in collaboration with Mervyn Dinan and supported by Saba Software to explore the implications of a joined up talent experience on talent acquisition. We spoke to a number of employers who are doing really interesting work in this area, and we've recently published our findings in a free white paper. I'll tell you how to download the white paper later in the show. But if you can't wait that long, then there is a link in the show notes. My guest this week is Duncan Miller from Saba Software. Duncan has some great insights into talent experience and how it might develop in the future. Enjoy the interview. Hi, Duncan, and welcome to the podcast. Hey, how are you doing there, Matt? Very good, very good. An absolute pleasure to have you on the show. Could you just introduce yourself and tell everyone what you do? So my name's Duncan Miller. I'm the marketing leader here in EMEA for Saba Software. We're an organization that provides technology solutions that help our customers create a great environment to work in. I've got a particular passion for this. I've worked in HR and uh, HR technology for several years now. And particularly being a marketer, as I see... Uh, more and more convergence between marketing and between HR processes. We start to treat candidates, employees, learners much more like customers. Uh, so I'm really, really excited to be here today, Matt, uh, to, and to join you on your podcast. So the, the the topic that we're that we're talking about in our in our conversation is talent experience. What what is talent experience and why is it important? So I think it's one of these uh, words. It's quite a buzz in our in our community at the moment, especially around technology vendors and those focused on HR processes. Ultimately, I think uh, experience is a word that's very prevalent in all areas of, of marketing and uh, consumer consumerism at the moment. I think experience is about the perception a, a person has uh, around a, a particular encounter or a particular event that they're having and in the context of HR I suppose it's the perception an employee has of an organization that they work for and its employer brand Um, and when I talk about an employee I think it isn't just current employees but it also features past employees and and potentially future employees as well. So I suppose picking up on that point for, for, for years, we've been talking about the, the candidate experience and, and researching the candidate experience and kind of exploring um, how employers uh, improve it. Um, the, the fact that we're still talking about it kind of indicates that there, there might be a lot of uh, work still to do in that area. How does, does talent experience in, in recruitment, how does that differ from the candidate experience that we've, been, we've all been talking about for some time? I think, yeah, that's a fair point. Candidate experience, for a long time, we understood that for in order for us to be successful and to get the best candidates and for those those people to come into our business uh, with a positive mind frame we've understood that candidate experience is really important in order getting better quality hires so we associated the candidate experience and, and how good that was and how seamless that was and, uh, with better quality of hire and people then retaining and spending longer time in your business 
So the idea of this within the wider talent experience is that we are now looking at other journeys that an employee takes in addition to this, and this happens very much in the learning world where they're talking very much about learning experiences and how people want to learn and develop themselves. And the talent experience is about understanding all of this talent or employee life cycle and the different experiences that we can do to augment that that relationship between the organization uh, and, and the individual, the, the employee. So from a, um, I suppose from a candidate experience perspective, that, that part of the talent experience, in an ideal world, how far should that align with the, 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 the kind of the rest of the talent experience, the, 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 the employee experience of actually um, working at the organization? We need to take it a little bit back to what, what is the, the critical strategies that are for, for talent that an organization needs to uh, deploy. So is are hiring people a, a major priority? Is that a critical element of your business is being able to find high quality um, uh, really differentiated talent. So if we think about professional services organizations, their people are their biggest asset. So if that's the case, how competitive is the market uh, that they're working in? Then they need to be better than those organizations next to them in order to secure that talent. So if, if that's the feature, then yes, you need to have a really strong candidate experience. Similarly, if you're looking at a generational workforce that's very young or very millennial, then having a digital experience to support that uh, which is mobile enabled again is really important. I think if you're more focused on that, actually, you've got a good community of um, employees within your organisation, but you need to develop them. Then actually, learner experiences are more important. Or if you're you've got a very widespread workforce uh, who are not necessarily all based in offices are very remote, then you need to promote a sense of community through digital channels and that employee experience. So, I guess depending on what the needs of the organisation is and how what how they are flexing their talent strategies to deliver business outcomes will be where they add their areas of focus of whether a strong candidate experience or a new hire experience is important. Um, and as mentioned, within this talent experience, there's a breadth of individual experiences and touch points that we recognise as being part of the talent journey. Um, candidate experience is just one of the experiences that are featured within the talent acquisition part of the, the journey. There's also experiences for hiring managers that allow them to be fast and effective. There's also experiences that are before the candidate. So how do people engage with your employer brand? What are the stories that other people are talking about? And these experiences within recruitment are not restricted to candidates. They also go into new hires. So when you join the organisation, does it actually match the wonderful uh, brand and the wonderful organisation that you think you're joining, does that experience stop there? Because actually you've got a pretty average employee experience. I guess the idea now is that candidate experience is an element of the wider talent experience and it should be considered against your business priorities um, and it should be connected to the other experiences which you know are a priority for people within your organization so i suppose um you know picking up on something that you that you said then um in terms of you know where does a talent where does talent experience start and where does it finish i suppose the um uh, the, the temptation would be to think that well, talent experience starts, you know, at the start of the recruitment process when uh, you know someone's applied, you know, someone's applying for a job, um, and it finishes when they, uh, you know, when they've sort of resigned and, and left that company. Is that the case, or should we be thinking about talent experience in in sort of different, broader terms? So I think. You could look at it, as you said, as the formal start point being outlined as when you apply for a job at a company. But 
I think it's probably a little more subtle than that. I think uh, more and more recruitment functions and talent acquisition functions are understanding the need to develop their employer value proposition. And part of that is the, the promotion of the values that they represent as an organization uh, and the, the pushing of these values through the individuals that work in their organization, the, the building of the shop windows of career sites and the content and what it means to be part of that culture. Now, people are able to interact with this uh, through peers, through their networks, uh, through targeted advertising, way before they probably ever consider being part of a job uh, at that organization or, or applying to a job at that organization. So I think you need to think about those kind of visitors or those unseen candidates and those unpotential employees that are existing out there. And you may want to target them way before they ever apply for it uh, because you've uh, sourced their profile and the sourcing is um, something that's really through the introduction of uh, cross-platform search uh, through various social websites, it's becoming more and more targeted. Um, so I think we need to consider the fact that organ people, like with any brand, may be well aware of your organization where before they ever engage with them officially. Um, so the start point can be through a number of interactions that we're probably not in control of, and that's why it's important that um, we build experiences that reflect what it's really like to work with an organization. You then, of course, then it starts when somebody applies to your business uh, for a position. Um, and there we can manage that. We're in control of that. We're able to uh, run them through a selection process. I guess that runs all the way through the selection process, the hiring and onboarding. Uh, and then we come into the more traditional employee experiences that we understand and we need to develop uh, our employees there that need to manage their performance. But where does it end from the recruitment perspective? I guess it probably doesn't end because even when somebody leaves your organization and you offboard them, they've got a particular set of skills that made them the right person to work in your organization in the first place. And it's probably wise to say that you want to continue to engage them and monitor their careers as, as alumni of your business um, because there may be a point in the future where they become someone that you would like to work in your business again and that you and they would like to work for you again. And it's also important when we consider the power of uh, the word of mouth that people leave with a positive experience. They feel like their time, even maybe short or long within your business, added value to your career, that they were appreciated and that they move on as a, an alumni or a friend of your organization with the door open to return if it mutually suits both parties. What are the advantages that, that you guys have as um, a, a kind of a vendor in the market? Is you get to, um, you know, uh, look at what lots of different um, employers are, are, are doing. Um, what are you seeing your clients doing to create world-class talent experiences? So as mentioned, as, as we talked about previously, organizations are already in the areas that are critical to their business uh, and have been for a long time thinking about how they offer better experiences. So for a long time, I think Josh Burston talks about this transition between the talent management, which was focused on company outcomes and how to create more efficiency from your talent and how to move them and get better visibility of the KPIs and the performance of that. And this shift to talent experience overall, which is much more focused on the individual and the journeys that they want to take and that relationship between creating journeys that engage and motivate and, and push people to be better within their roles and then the benefits that it drives from a, a business side to the outcomes it drives. So organizations for a long time in the areas that we talked about, where, which are critical to them, but yeah, I need to hire people to be successful in my business, 
uh, or I need to be able to upskill and develop uh, new people into my business very fast. Um, they uh, have understood that those touch points are important for a very, very long time. What we're seeing now uh, as vendors, and we need to be aware always as vendors that we're not here to deliver the talent experience for the organization. We're here to provide the way to an infrastructure to track it and to, to help uh, provide structure to it. But it goes way beyond the things that we're able to offer in terms of technology isn't going to give you a great culture, but it may help you automate some process of it so you can bring some consistency to it. But the thing that people are really do to deliver world-class talent experience is now saying, well, okay, we need to think about these experiences in coordination with one another. So it's not good enough to just say, well, I'm the head of resourcing and I, uh, I'm i focused on a candidate experience and focused on giving hiring managers the tools they need and focused on getting people in the door uh, for new hire experiences. But I, once they're in, I don't care what they do anymore. It, it's not enough to do that. Organisations now to need to be connecting these experiences to understand where you can get better value from it. So thinking about those that may be not successful within an application form instead of then saying, well, okay, we didn't quite make it this time. But how can then we use the, the capabilities that we have on the learning side to say, well, okay, you didn't make it this time and through some maybe some gamification in the application form, we've assessed what your skills are and why you didn't make it. But actually, here's some, uh, so here's some learning from our, from our LXP to give you the opportunity to make up those skills and to develop those skills over time so that you're ready next time that you maybe want to apply for a job in a role. Now, that would be really valuable for an organisation. So people are starting to begin to think about how can they join the capabilities they have for learning, for employee experience, um, how can we start the onboarding process earlier so that we're starting to introduce our company culture right from the outset uh, through job descriptions that are um, giving authentic user-generated insights into the, what it's like to work in that company and their job descriptions. And then building that out and starting to introduce members of the team through the onboarding process for people that are maybe successful, maybe not successful yet. So they're thinking about how can they take capabilities in different areas of the talent journeys and, and transfer these and add value to other areas. So I think the big thing is that organizations, and we think about the learning and the recruitment spaces, are very carved out and have been from HR. And they're, they're really successful in delivering business outcomes. But what additional value can we add by joining these user journeys together so that we're offering um, an experience for that employee that it, that is more than just working through a, an application or a recruitment process? It's more than just uh, developing my career within an organisation. Maybe we can connect it to our open jobs uh, when we're looking from a career and um, career succession perspective we can be looking and profiling and developing our skills in line for future jobs that will come up. And then we're considered as part of the talent pool because uh, we already have their full CV or profile and making that, that journey seamless that you don't need to submit a, a CV for any term of job because we've got your full progression and your full performance history. So I think the bit is there is taking these organisations that are, are best in class in areas of talent acquisition, learning, uh, performance, and thinking about how we can join these journeys together to enhance the experience for the individual even more. So a follow-on question from that, and you've you you know, you you've probably already answered um, some of this already, but for organisations who are starting to sort of think about their overall talent experience for the, for the first time, what would your advice be to them? I think the advice would be understand whether the moments that matter most. So 
understand uh, what means the most to your employees on the makeup of where they're based, who they are. Understanding your workforce will, will tell you, and, and gaining feedback from them will tell you where the experience is the most important. I think understanding that, and then there is there is a ton of ways uh, that you can engage with vendors like us, um, with the wider market where people are talking about this. There's lots of uh, podcasts like the one that you've got here so that people can learn about this and understand, prioritize the areas where they can make the difference for users. So it's not about, and because we need to balance this against realities. We can't just go in tomorrow and say to the board, yeah, well, we need to upgrade the talent experience in all areas. I mean, it's not achievable. And so often tech vendors, uh, HR analysts, uh, they talk about the idealisms that, yes, it, it would be great if we have personalized user journeys for every single individual within our business. But the reality is we have a limited number of resources. We're asking uh, individuals that work with our business to constantly evolve and change the way that they know how to behave. So we need to realize and prioritize what is important. So if bringing people to, into your business is, is something that is absolutely critical, then yes, you need to look at the people you're trying to build into your business and make sure that the candidate experience is aligned and personal to their journey. It's all about prioritizing the moments that matter for your workforce and understanding them. Understanding the, the user experiences that are should be personalized, they should be simple, they should be seamless, they should be in line with the journey that that user wants to take. So you really need to take the time to understand the users uh, uh, and that, that element of the employee that's engaging with that part of the journey at that time. And then understanding what they want and building the experience that supports that. And that will be different depending on what type of organization you are and what, what are the drivers in your business for talent that make a difference. Final question. What does the, the future of talent experience look like? I think the future is about organized under, understanding their employees and what matters to them and understanding where they need depth uh, and where they have the opportunity to, be, to offer personalization, which is one-to-one at a one-to-many scale. So it's about understanding what's important and what means it's something to their culture. Uh, and it's about understanding the, the, the different segments of talent within their business and what they want. And then building infrastructures that support them to have a journey which is self-directed, uh, which allows them to engage and build a relationship with your organization uh, and ultimately achieve uh, for both sides to achieve what they want from this relationship. Duncan, thank you very much for joining me. No problem, Matt. It was an absolute pleasure. My thanks to Duncan Miller. And you can download our free talent experience white paper by going to bit.ly slash recfuture1. That's R-E-C-F-U-T-U-R-E and then the number one, all in lowercase. You can subscribe to this podcast in Apple Podcasts or via your podcasting app of choice. Please also follow us on Instagram where we are recruiting future. If you're a Spotify or Pandora user, you can also find the show there. You can find all the past episodes at www.rfpodcast.com. On that site, you can subscribe to the mailing list and find out more about working with me. Thanks very much for listening. I'll be back next week. And I hope you'll join me. This is my show.